What's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of Life is Cooler with AC. I'm your host, Alex Cunningham, and today is one of my absolute favorite comedians, Chase O'Donnell. How you doing, Chase? Hi, I'm doing great. So happy to be here. Oh, I'm so you guys don't even realize what it has taken for us to get to this moment. We did it. Yeah. <laughs> we finally figured it out. Um, it's weird. Like I'm nervous. I'm like starstruck. Uh, you guys <laughs> you guys don't even know. Um, Chase and I, we it's been what? I think it's been over two years since we've been on a show together. I think we we had a show in the beginning of twenty twenty, right? We did Uncle Clyde's together, and then, yeah, we had... Yeah, because you hosted. Yeah, then we had another show, I guess, 2020. Yeah, I think it was, like, it had to be January or February of 2020, because that, that's the one where Whitney Cummings dropped yeah. in. Yeah. Yeah, oh so... She was so nice. I know. Yeah, and, like, it was just, it was so unexpected. She was just like, yeah, I'm going to do 20 minutes in the middle of the show, and it was like, all right, yeah, that sounds great yeah, to me. And I was like, can I get a picture with you? And she's like, of course. And so we took a picture and she's like, do you want to do another? And I was like, yeah. Yeah, of and course. And she's like, the lighting's not that great. Do you want to do another? And I was That's like, awesome. Okay. She like didn't mind taking like seven pictures till we got it right. <laughs> See, it's so cool when you have people do stuff like that, um, which that night, uh, I waited till like later in the show and I, I remember like going up to you like people were still on stage and I was like Chase do you think she'll take a picture with me and you're like yeah just go ask but she had a show in the big room uh or the main room so like I had just missed her but no she was like uh from what I could tell like just super down to earth which is always a blessing you know whenever it comes to celebrities so nice whenever that happens yeah well which you probably meet all kinds of celebrities now well I know yeah. you do I met a lot of celebrities working on Curb Your Enthusiasm. Yeah. And I was the person on set that took care of them. Oh, and okay. I, I'm the worst person. I don't know why they gave me that job. <laughs> I am the most starstruck person ever. And I would have to like rehearse before I like knocked on any trailer. I would stand in front of the trailer and rehearse what I was going to say. <laughs> because I knew if I didn't, I'd just like, I just, I might. I don't know what I would say. You just so lock up. Memorize it before. And all I'd have to be is like, five minutes. Like, <laughs> you already to, had your line, but you didn't. <laughs> I'd have to practice. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, I, I uh, was so nervous in front of celebrities. You have a picture that um, I think you just posted it in your story on uh, Instagram, but it was you with a picture or with a shirt of Larry David. And then he was standing next to you. And I was like, I was telling all kinds of people about the, about this picture. And I was like, I know this girl. I've done comedy with her. And then I was like, let me show you this picture because uh, one of my friends is a huge fan of Curb Your Enthusiasm. So I was like, I got to show you this picture. But then it was gone. It wasn't on. So you have to send me that picture oh, if you still have it. Maybe I should post that on my grid then. Yeah, yeah. Cause yeah. Like it, it was like my favorite picture. Yeah, I mean, it's very blurry. I told my friend, I was like, Okay, I'm gonna go walk behind Larry, and you're gonna have to snap the photo. <laughs> and the second I got behind Larry, he decided it was time to get up and move. So we got him in an action moving. That's but I'm awesome. Behind him in his shirt. <laughs> yeah, no. When I saw that, I was like, "This is probably the you will never get a more perfect picture." Like it was just, <laughs> it was, it was so authentic. <laughs> so yeah, I, and he saw the shirt too, and he's like, "Huh." That's me. And I was like, that's me. <laughs> yeah, no, that's awesome. So yeah, our, um, 
are you currently working? No, you're on tour right now. Well, the new season, the Curb Your Enthusiasm got picked up, and the new season starts in October. So okay. I'll have to decide if I'm going to go back or not. Gotcha. See, that must – well, because you're always so – you're not even home right now, are you? I'm home. Oh, you yeah. are? Okay. Well, because yeah. I just saw pictures like six hours ago or 16 hours. I don't know. But you were in like Miami. Miami. Yeah. Like what? I was – it was – I was tagged in the throwback. And oh. I, I posted it, and, and I've been getting a lot of people being like, oh, you're in Miami. Gotcha, yeah. You know, I keep people on their toes. Hey, no, that's good. because no like when I knows where I am. Hey, well, that's, a, <laughs> that's a good place to be. I was telling my wife, I was like, we're going to do this podcast. But she said at this time, and my wife was like, isn't she in Miami? And I was like, I think so. She's like, so you better ask her what time zone she's talking about. So that's why I was like, this is the one we're talking about, right? Like, Can you we, imagine? That would be just our luck if we were talking about two oh, different Yeah, like, honestly. Texas, right, so yeah. I, I didn't even, I couldn't even guess what time it is there. Is it nine o'clock where you are? Nine o'clock, yeah. Okay, well, I guess I guessed correctly. Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't even <laughs> guess, but here it is. I get, I get very confused with times. <laughs> oh, I bet. Yeah, because you were just not too long ago. Well, you were here, and it really it made me mad because uh, my wife was in Indiana, and uh, you were here on what the tenth of June, and she flew in back from Indiana on the tenth of June. I think you were here the tenth and the eleventh. No, I wasn't. No, you Christina, weren't. Christina performed though. Oh, see, I thought you were with her that day. Again, I keep you on your toes. No, um, I'm always watching. I'm like, where's Chase at today? No, I couldn't go to that one. It was booked like, um, not last minute, but I had already had plans that weekend that I couldn't get out of. So I had oh. shows. See, and are you just like pretty much her, uh, you're her opener now? Like that's yeah. just, that's your gig? So I just kind of have to keep up on her website wherever she's going i kind of just find out when she posts about it on oh her. well that's so awesome so i find out with everyone where we're going oh, hey no because uh not too long ago i mean it may have been a while now but you guys were in boston right yeah no <clears throat> that was um just a few weeks ago it was okay yeah weeks. yeah that see and like truly like I, I, I've talked to several people on here and, you know, like I, I'm a huge fan of comedy. So like, I just, I love talking sure. to comedians, you know, but like keeping up with you and, uh, I know that you've been doing comedy for, you know, quite some time now, but, uh, kind of knowing the, the situation where we were on that uncle Clyde's comedy contest and you won. And then, uh, that was the first round and then you went on to win the next round. And it was like, now you get to open up for, you know, like a national touring artist. And then it's like, Wow, like that was a real like you won. That's phenomenal. Oh my god, I know that was such a like cool competition we got to do. Yeah. Yeah, we I feel like the people we met in the like in our our round and like every time I feel like we made good friends from that competition. It was absolutely cool everybody in it. Yeah, and like that's what was so cool about flappers and you know, like it kinda it uh really hurt to see how bad they were struggling whenever uh, COVID hit and, you know, like it shut them down, which I think they're doing fine now. But uh, Flappers was honestly just like such a supportive um, club, you know, and like they had me back like at least once a month. And it was just it, it was such a, a fun, uh, you know, like th not even just like the staff, but like just the group of comedians that they would bring in all the time was just so, so incredible. Shout out to Flappers. I mean, yeah, I had a show there and I walked in like I like peeked in the main room and it was Jay Leno. 
Oh yeah, no big deal. No big deal. Yeah, whatever. (laughs) (laughs) That's are you still doing shows there when you're not out on tour? Yeah, I haven't done a show there in a couple months though. Okay. I need to be better at, at at like when I'm when I get back from shows, I'm always like, okay, I'm gonna take a a breather. But I should be better about reaching out to places and making sure I'm doing shows all the time. Like that's actually that's a great uh, segue into a question. Um, right. How do you how do you find that uh, that balance though? You know, because you are on tour and then you are working. You know, like curb your enthusiasm, and so you have so much stuff going on. So like, how do you how do you find that? You know, like okay, this is I got to step away from all of the entertainment for a minute. That is the best question ever. I have no idea. I don't think <laughs> I do balance. I think I'm the busiest person. <laughs> I know. I know I'm not, but I'm dramatic, and I'm like, oh my god, I just run from one thing to the next, and I don't give myself any time to just, like, take a breather, and I told myself this week, because I've been feeling very overwhelmed, because I've been, like, uh, even when I'm home, I'll travel for shows just to, like, Santa Barbara or San Diego, which is still, like, a drive and a travel. Yeah, a few hours each direction. Yeah, and I did shows in Nevada City, which was like oh, a yeah. hour drive. Like I'm still, I, you know, I just keep myself busy. And I told myself I need to um, only do two things a week. I think that's oh. all I can handle. Yeah, hey, no, that's. I might yeah. give myself a limit because I think I'm burning out. I, which is totally understandable. Like, it's funny because, like, I always tell my wife, I'm like, I, I got to do more, got to do more, got to do more. Because right now I'm doing, I pretty much got a show every weekend um i'm not traveling as far as you are but um there's still shows you know and uh, incredible yeah like it it's it definitely and we're booking a lot of them so we're reaching out to venues we're you know booking the comedians and and uh we're putting a lot of work into it and you just you this is what you ask asked for but it's like man sometimes it's nice to just like sit back and take a break for a minute yeah because the thing with comedy because we do it all ourselves like we're in control we don't have that like that boss telling us like okay time to stop right and or like we we're like oh my god we have to do x y and z all the time because we're in control and we have to make it happen and uh-huh. there's those like rules that like a nine to five like has set in place where you know like okay it's five o'clock now i'm done Right. Yeah. Go take a 15 minute break. Go sit down oh, for a minute. Time. Okay. Yep. I can clock out now. I feel like as comedians, we never clock out and no. it's really exhausting. Yeah. No. And I can imagine. And like, I'm not to the point where you are, you know, like you're spending, you know, a lot of time in cars and a lot of time, you know, on planes and stuff like that. But uh, do you, is that hard to find time to like write new material? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I'm in a, I signed up. I'm really good with accountability. And I know That's that cool. about myself because I like school. I was a great student. I loved having to turn in homework and I know I'm able mm. to do that. So I try to set up as many things as possible to make it feel like I'm in school so that I have that accountability because again, we're our own boss in stand up and Yep. I'm a very lenient teacher with myself. I don't need <laughs> the writing turned in anytime. So I have a writing class. It's like a, I'm part of a screenwriting class right now. Oh, okay. So nice. Accountable to write a script, which I would never do if I didn't have this class. So yeah, that's awesome though. 
I'm also part of like a lot of writing groups. I try okay. to just like put myself in any situation where I'm being held accountable. So I have to at least show up. Yeah. So hopefully get my mind thinking in the writing space. That's half the battle. But um, I am in therapy as well. Um, another thing on my list. And yeah. And she said, I have way too many things going on for <laughs> accountable and I need to stop with the accountability classes <laughs> because I'm really overloading myself. And you're just trying to add more. What else can I so do? I'm like, okay, well, I have a writer's group on this day and then I have writing <laughs> class on this day and then I have this workout. Like, I'll make sure I have classes all day long and it's, it's a little much. I've, you're like, sorry, doc, I actually have an appointment. I'm going to have to leave this, this session and I'll be right yeah. back. Yeah, I mean, it's too much. I'm really, <laughs> I'm really trying to work on balance right now. Yeah, no, I, and I, I totally like just from what, and obviously uh, social media, it, it's exactly what you want people to see. So I can only imagine, I'm only seeing, you know, just, just a fraction of the things that you're doing. And I'm like, I can't even keep up with the pictures, let alone, you know, like actually doing this in real life. Oh my God, social media. Yeah. What a nightmare. <laughs> I bet. Well, that's uh the other day, um, whenever I wrote you about, you know, being on the podcast, which again I appreciate, um, my wife was like, Have you heard back from Chase? And I said, Not yet. And then you wrote me like the next day and you're like, Sorry, I don't check my messages very often. And I was like, Don't check it like that shit rings up on my phone. And then I was like, Oh yeah, I guess that's what happens when you're a celebrity and you have like thirty thousand um, like you no. you no, you probably I, get I all kinds of messages. I also don't have notifications turned on. Uh-huh. So it doesn't pop up. I have to like go into yeah. it. And a lot of times I'm it's I just don't even look. Right. No, yeah, no, I like I don't blame you. That's I do that with Facebook because I get a lot of, you know, like just uh random things, you know, and like it, I, I I always love talking to people and stuff, but it's just like it's such random stuff. Like I met some guy at a bar the other night and uh we got started talking about comedy and he was telling me that he loved comedy and stuff and then like he wrote me and this was like at midnight and then like I went home because like we had just got done doing a show and uh, I got home and then I in the morning I looked at I check all of my stuff and he had written me this like paragraph uh, and like reciting everything that we said within the conversation and like what it meant to him and I was like I love the fact that he had such a good time but I'm so glad that I did not get that notification in the middle of me trying to sleep yeah I also I talked about like um, I did Josh Potter's podcast and I talked about uh, some dates, some bad dates I've been on uh -huh. and I've been getting a lot of like more than I think ever. I've been getting a lot of messages about, Hey, let me take you out on a date. Yeah. <laughs> I'm getting a lot of those messages right now. So well, I don't... do you want me to put your phone number at the bottom here? That way yeah. <laughs> just straight to it. They can be like, Hey, by the way, it's straight to it now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, like that's, uh, I'm not to that, you know, uh, that position where I have to worry about that, but that's something that my wife has, you know, like been worried about because, um, for some reason, which, you know, I'm not a very tall guy, but, um, lately, like every time that I do shows, if there's a, a female that is like much taller than me, she's like, Oh, let me come show you how tall I am. And my wife is like, uh, at what your, point that your wife is so sweet, by the way, <laughs> yeah, I love her. It's just so lovely. Yeah. Um, but that's so funny that they're all, she's like, excuse me. Yeah, no. Well, and so uh, on Saturday I had a show and there was a woman and I think she said she was like 
five eleven, and I'm like five three on it with my shoes on, you know. You so, are? yeah, you didn't, you don't rem- like. Yeah, I'm a I little shorter, but I didn't know. I, you don't seem that short. We'll see. That's because I wear it well. Yeah. But, <laughs> but so so she came up to me and she, like. Uh, I've got my the picture on my Facebook and Instagram, and she was just like, "Look how much taller I am than you." And then so we're talking about how like she doesn't like whenever uh, uh, short women will hit on her. I think he's like probably six four uh, fiance because she's like, "I need him to feel normal," and she's like, uh, "I can't be with guys like this." And like about and my wife was like, "Well, I think he's fine." So <laughs> so it's just. Oh, I, Sorry, that's a little rude. Yeah, <laughs> and like so, it's just a it's, yeah, it's so it's so weird how you know, like especially I think being uh, comedians, people think that you know, like well, I'll just say whatever I want, you know, like that. Yeah. It's just a joke, which I mean, like it, like I don't care, but like it's just it, it's funny, you know, the way that people's minds work when it comes to stuff like that. I know. Yeah, they think like. Also, I I was talking to a comic friend of mine who like was in a social setting. And I, he was like, I think they assumed I was going to be the like funny guy, outgoing guy Uh in social settings. A lot of time comics are more like reserved and quiet and shy and socially awkward. Right. Which is why they're good at comedy. Yeah. Yeah. And it's able to like observe it, but yeah, expected to be the, the clown at the party too. Right. And, And honestly, like that's such a hard, uh, like expectation to live up to because like I was class clown I'm very loud and obnoxious and like if I if I'm like at home I'm always quiet and like my wife will like tell me stories and stuff you know and I'm just like oh okay you know like and it's not because I don't want to talk to her it's just because like I'm just you know I'm relaxing but outside of the house I'm like I'm AC you know like I'm wild I'm funny you know but like at some point like your batteries do run out and you're just like all right I can't keep this up but people do expect you to just be like that 24 7 it's like there's no way like that's not sustainable totally yeah you need to I'm definitely an introvert where meaning like I recharge being alone right exactly yeah well, it's funny because, you know, like some of the videos that you've uh, posted of Christina P and like how as soon as she gets off uh, the stage, like she just wants to like go sit down and relax, you know, and it, and like I just I need a separation. And it's like I can I feel that so much in my soul. Yeah, it's like it's been nice in a way having COVID as an excuse because uh-huh. after shows, she used to go out and like talk to every single person, mm-hmm. um, which is really draining. So oh, I bet. Like excuse of, oh, COVID, we're not yep. going to go out and talk to you this yeah. time. Yeah. Yeah, that, yeah we're going to social distance a little bit, you know, like, yeah, no, yep. that's. You know. <laughs> <laughs> do you ever uh, like, do you, do you ever bounce any ideas off of her or anything whenever you're trying to write stuff? Do you? Yeah. That's awesome. Oh my gosh, Christina's the most supportive, like big sister figure. And she any she's she just like encourages me to try new stuff and she's like, if you bomb, I don't care. You're still gonna open for me. Don't worry. That's great. I want you to try stuff. And with that said, I should be trying a lot more stuff. I'm still scared of bombing. So <laughs> I usually resort to like, okay, I know this joke's gonna work, so I'll say this joke. But um Yes, I'll totally run ideas by her. And she's definitely like helped punch up some jokes of mine. She'll like listen and be like, hey, maybe try this. 
That's awesome. Yeah. I think that's where I've been having a hard time lately um, with writing is like I because I'm starting to right now I'm, I've been doing um, I, I did like a, a tour and I did a half hour, you know, like headlined and did half hour. But <laughs> Thank you. And so yeah. now now I'm trying to get to an hour, but I don't really a lot of this material is kind of like. Eh, you know what I mean? Like, I just, I feel like I'm outgrowing it. So, like, my goal is to write. Um... Oh, I, I thought you were just, like. I have something to say when you're done. Yeah, no, go ahead. Oh, okay. I, I think tightening up the 30 is all you need. Yeah. For now. Because okay. um, I just had lunch with Brittany Schmidt. She's a comic. I don't know. Okay. Um, mm -hmm. So funny. And she said. She just filmed her special and it was 30 minutes. Mm -hmm. She was saying like Amy Schumer when Amy Schumer like blew up on the scene. It was just a 30 minute comedy okay. special. And she she made me feel better because I'm going to be filming a special and I'm just doing my 30. And That's awesome. Like, That's all we need at this stage is like okay. really 30. So almost don't even worry about getting to the hour. Just if that if that helps with. Yeah, no, absolutely. It See, me. I was like, oh, good. Okay. Yeah, no, absolutely. Because like a lot of the stuff, um, I feel like not that it's not good. Uh, it's just, it's kind of almost pandering and, you know, and some of yeah. the, the, the places and some of the jokes. So like, I, I really want to get rid of that and I want to be, uh, more authentic to my own story, you know? So that's why I figured maybe if I try and put more stories into it, then it, it would feel a lot, you know, more natural, but how do you yeah. get more stories? You go longer, but no, that, that actually does make a lot of sense. Just make it tighter. Yeah. Yeah, because when, whenever, like, I'm doing my set and it's like, oh, this got laughs, but it didn't get as many laughs. Right. Sorry, one second. Oh, I'm you're okay. Sorry, I'm doing this. Okay. My roommate just got home. Oh, that's okay. No, that's, I, I was doing a podcast with uh, one of my uh, local uh, comedy friends. And <laughs> hey, roommate. And uh, he took a phone call, and I was like, hey, that's what Life is Cooler with AC is all about. We just – I don't clip anything. It's all natural, so we just have fun. So as long as, you know. So there's no editing. This is live. No. Oh. It's not It's not live, but it's uh, – I just – like I put my theme song at the beginning, and then like I fade in, you know, like Life is Cooler with yeah. AC, and then we do the whole thing. And then at the end, I fade to black with my theme song, and, and that's it. You get well, what you get. So, so shout out to Anna. Yeah, exactly. Like this, there's, we're not faking this, but going I really, back. I usually do this podcast in my room and today I decided to do it just out in the living room. So. <laughs> hey, that's okay. Who knows who else will walk in. Hey, that's all right. But so where are you filming your special? The Bourbon Room in Hollywood. Okay. When, when are you doing that? August 26th at 8 PM. I haven't um, promoted it yet because the ticket link isn't up yet. So as okay. soon as I'm up, I'll I'll like be promoting. That's awesome. No, congratulate. Like that's like that's obviously why we all do this, you know, um, is is to do a special. So that's so exciting. Yeah, I mean, it's not like a Netflix special. It's oh, that doesn't matter. Just taping it and seeing where it sells, and yeah. Yeah. Um. Do you do you have um an av avenue path like that you want to? Are you gonna like try and do um where you can buy like a hard copy or buy a you know like a, a digital copy or. Oh. Oh, I haven't thought of that. Well, let me know because I will buy one. <laughs> oh, you, yes. Because I think um, 
the plan is to put it on Amazon or Tubi at this point. Okay. So I don't think you'd even have to buy it. Yeah. So, um, like, and obviously, you know, you, you do what you want, but what I would do is, uh, I would do where, um, you like, you can pay, you know, it's like 10 bucks or something like that, you know, and then like, I'll send you the link or, you know, it's like, like I don't know. CK does it. Yeah, exactly. And you know, oh, so, th- so, so then that way, yeah, you're, you're making a little bit off of it. And then it's not just like, I've come to realize that, uh, the more you give people for free, the less they value it, you know, but like if they, if they're like, Oh, I had to pay for this. Well, now I'm going to pay attention. Oh, that, I really like that. Yeah. So yeah. definitely let me know. Okay. I will. Yeah. That's all. That's so exciting. I will. I will definitely let you know. And yeah. if you happen to be in LA in August, also let me know. I may try and figure out how to be in LA in August now. That's exciting. <laughs> um, but it'll be somewhere to watch. So yeah. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. No. And, um, I'm just curious, uh, how long has it taken you to get to this point? You know, like to say, I feel like I'm confident enough to do uh, a, a special to, to, um, to tape it. I started stand up in 2014. Okay. So that long. Okay. So are you, are you using material like, uh, from the start or have you just like started writing material at some point, you know, between here and there and you're like, this is going to be that material. No, this is a culmination of like, like obviously jokes that I've written throughout the years are not my set, but like some jokes that from the very beginning are in there. Okay. See, yeah. And that's great. That's awesome. Like, cause I always wonder, you know, cause like that's again, you know, stand up comedy, it's not like a normal job, you know, like you don't clock in, clock out. Well, it's also not like a normal job where you can just say, you know, like ask your boss, like, Hey, can you help me with this? You know? So there's a lot of things that you don't know, uh, how to do, you know, like I've got friends that are like, Oh, you, if you're going to film a special, you don't do crowd work. And it's like, okay. You know, like I, I, I feel that, but then, uh, do you know, Andrew Schultz? Yeah. And he did a whole uh, special on crowd work, you know. So I'm it's not, like I'm, I will be doing crowd work. Okay. Out of the act, so I have yeah. To. <laughs> See, no, and like I, I love crowd work. Like I do. Um, I actually I get kicked out of bars all the time because my crowd work is so I aggressive. Love you love uh, that. <laughs> like, of uh, you do. That's so <laughs> I do this bit where um I talk about how um you know like I, I'm little you know and like everything about me is little obviously you know so like I don't have a dick I've got a little boy pee pee so I asked one of the crowd members and I uh, I asked a couple I said does he have a big old dick and they said yeah you can do that and they kicked me out for it and. Uh, I, I, when I asked why they were like, this is a family restaurant. And I was like, oh, I was not told that. So definitely like I, I get it, but, uh, yeah. But were there kids in the crowd? There weren't, but, but they were like, you know, for, for future, like, we're just not going to do this again. And I was like, all right. Yeah. That's, that's probably fair. <laughs> that's so funny. Oh my gosh. Have you ever I, been kicked out of a place? No, I was about to say I've never been kicked out. But I, I know our material is very different. Yes, it is. I would say I, I don't, I don't offend anyone. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I'm like, I try and push the boundaries so bad. Um, That's so funny. (laughs) (laughs) Well, so, cause I remember, um, which I'm sure that, uh, the, the joke has changed, you know, a ton, uh, since then, but where you did the joke about, um, when you were in high school and, uh, you got, you had a shirt that said 69 on it. 
Joke like, is not changed. Joke oh, is not changed. <laughs> well, I, I love that joke. And so, like, I obviously haven't heard it in a couple of years. What? But, like, I, I, I always really liked that joke. So I wondered, you know, like, it, did it get, you know, a little bit more aggressive? Did it get cleaned up? You know, like, kind of like how you went about it. I bet, I, I bet it's tighter now. Yeah. But I, but I, I also look back at older clips and I'm like, oh, I was nervous. Oh, yes. I, was, I was not confident. I was faking it. I was, it's just interesting to see like the more you do it, the more calm you get. Absolutely. Yeah. So we're getting uh, another guest. Oh, that's okay. We'll tell them we hi too. Huh? Yeah, well. My dog went to the door. Oh. Oh, uh, we can't see him. Okay. No. <laughs> maybe, maybe it's just a mailman. Okay. Yeah. Hey, you never know. Uh, but yeah, no, watching those old clips, it's funny because um, now, like, definitely, like, in, in my local market, um, people are like, oh, Alex, he is, he's comfortable. He, you know, like, because I'll just go up on stage with no jokes and I'll just do crowd work for 15 minutes, you know? Wow. And, <laughs> and, and, like, That's I'm not saying it's so good. scary to me. Well, yeah, it's not always good, but like I'll do it, you know. And and my friends, uh, they went, <laughs> yeah, like it's just something. But so they'll they'll go back and watch some of those older clips from flappers and stuff, and they'll be like, "Wow, this is nervous, Alex. This is weird." Because like I remember, like my first one, uh, I just kept playing with that mic cable, and like I didn't even move the mic stand out of my face. You know, so it's like yeah. it, you, I'm just so, and like I'm talking like I get excited and stuff. But like in that clip, everything's just like it's real cool. You know, like everything's just calm. And they're so like, what we, is this? Like, well, we were nervous. Very. I know that the last show that we did and uh, I think about it all the time. Uh, you introduced me and you said this is one of my favorite comedians, Alex Cunningham. And then uh, I bombed so hard. <laughs> and no, so. Oh, yes. I even posted that one, and I was like, "This is me bombing on stage." You did? Yeah, and I, I was like, "That memory." And I, well, memory. we have different memories. Of that. <laughs> well, I'm glad you you <laughs> you must have been laughing yourself. So you're like, "Yeah, no, everybody else loved it. They're just they're laughing internally." So yeah. <laughs> no, those rooms are so you like I even when people aren't laughing, it's like okay, but they were enjoying it. Oh, absolutely, that's what yeah. I have to tell myself. Right, yeah, that's what keeps us sane. <laughs> no, I well, and like it's just so funny because um, looking back at those times, like even on uh, Uncle Clyde's and everything, like I used to write new jokes before every set. Like I would never recycle jokes, and you know I've gotten past that. You know where I, I'm working on a lot of things now. But when you when you try and do new stuff every time, it's like of course it's probably not gonna go great. That was me too. When I lived in New York, which is where I really started stand up. Oh, okay. I, I didn't know was, that. Yeah, I was. Um, I lived in New York for a few years, and I awesome. did my first stand up show in LA. But then, like, I really did it in New York. Okay. But I, I was part of this show monthly, and it was a stand up show, and I didn't know that I could do the same material. Uh huh. That was honestly like really good practice though because every month I wrote a new five minutes right and so like I've obviously tossed out so many of those five minutes but like a lot of the five minutes sets that I wrote for that are in my 30 minutes just because I had to like like just write write uh -huh. write I didn't know that you could do the same thing twice and then um I 
bombed. Obviously, I, I bombed a lot. That happens, yeah. Material, <laughs> you don't know. And one of the comics came up to me after and was like, you know, you can do material that you know works. You don't have to do new material every time. And I was like, oh. <laughs> That's how oh, this works? I thought I had to do a whole new five minutes every time. Yeah, I'm glad I didn't know because it oh absolutely right so much. Yeah, no, and and again going back to you know like you don't know who to ask. You know, like luckily sometimes have really nice comedians that will like give you advice or you know like you can um kind of like bounce ideas off of. But I definitely think like I've got um many a notebooks that are just like full of you know like five minutes or three minutes or you know whatever, and I will go back and I'll be like that's good. Like why? Why did I stop saying that? And I'm like, oh, because I only said it one time. Like, no wonder I forgot that I ever wrote it. Yeah, but then there's other jokes too. Just from just because the world changes so fast. Right. Go back and like a joke I made about gentrification in the neighborhood I lived in, and I'm like, oh, I could never say that. (laughs) Okay. But when I wrote it, it it was funny. Right. Absolutely funny at all like yeah. I can't ever use that joke again yeah, no. so it's just like just because like times change so fast it's also like oh man those are funny at the time right yeah no and like it, it's funny too because um I do a lot of just like ad lib you know like while I'm on stage and you know like crowd work and stuff and so the other night, uh, it was last Saturday, I did a show and it was the day before Father's Day and Juneteenth. And so like I kind of riffed on that a little bit. And then uh-huh. uh, w- yeah, yeah. So we, we, we what'd you say? We, well, well, we had two black comedians on there and they both did super well, but uh, they were back to back kind of sandwiched in the middle of, you know, like white people. So after the the first one, I went back on stage and I said, everybody just remember, you know, this is tomorrow is uh, Juneteenth. So we have to hit our quota. And then every like everybody laughed. And but my wife was recording that and she's like, you want to post that? And I was like, no. Like it taken out of context, that sounds so bad. Like we gotta hit our quota. Here's another black guy. That's really funny. <laughs> it's like in the moment everybody loved it, but online I would probably be canceled. Yeah, now you, that can't be floating around out there. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. And like, and that's what's so tough about, you know, even like the older material where you're like, yeah, 10 years ago, everybody said stuff like this. But like now, you know, maybe probably shouldn't say it on stage. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. And it, it does just change so rapidly. So you, you do have to kind of be cognizant of the things that you you are saying. Also, like I said, I, I don't consider myself offensive at all. Right. I, like I, my sister and I were talking about some of the jokes I had when I was first starting out and we we're like, Oh, that is, that's offensive. Yeah. <laughs> but I, and I, I thought I was like very PC and you know, I, I wasn't right. Yeah. <laughs> At least not in today's the standards. Was, but right. Now, no. Yeah, no, and like it's neat kind of, you know, like looking back, especially when you don't have video evidence, you know, it's in a notebook that nobody will ever read, then it's funny. When you post it online, it's, you know, it's not as funny because then you really have, like, I've got videos that I used to do uh, that were a little aggressive, and I have since gone back and been like, yeah, we're going to make that one private. You know, yeah, I, oh, yeah, I do a lot of that. I get excited in the moment and want to share, and then I'm exactly. like, why is I, how embarrassing. Right. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, but yeah, like I'm one of those guys. I'm an asshole, you know. Should should probably turn the volume off of this one. Uh, um, so I just want to go. I love just like jumping topics. Uh, I want to. Do you mind doing a question? I love questions. All right, let's do. So these are just random questions that uh, I post, and anybody watching, go ahead and uh, ask questions in the comments so we can add more. So I've just got a bunch of questions here that random people ask. Cool. Okay. All right. Uh, what did you do before the internet? By Alexis C, which would be my wife. <laughs> well, before the internet, I mean. You were like five. Yeah, but like even then there was the internet. We, because I mean, we, we are a 90s kid, right? Well, see, it's a secret. So I can't quite tell you what I am. Today I posted that I was born in, you know, the 2000s and people started trying to do the math. So they're like, I don't I know when you were probably around the same age, but I don't know. I don't um, know. Before the internet. Um, okay. Listen, I remember doing the Dewey Decimal System in elementary school. They were still teaching us that. We, yeah. everything was handwritten and turned in. Um, I played a lot of like um, Zoom beanies and Sims. And <laughs> Like, you know, like where you put the disc in the computer and play it. What is that? You mean like a CD? Yeah. <laughs> but, also, but also, I would play Neopets, which was online oh, yeah. before the internet. See, I, don't think, I don't think I was doing anything. I, yeah. was, <laughs> I, would, doing I would just sit in the corner. Yeah, like that's it's so hard. But like, luckily, like I grew up um, without a, a lot, you know, so like I was always outside. Like we had uh, like a little PlayStation one, you know, yeah. but like I, I was outside all the time and like still I'm so stupid when it comes to like computers and stuff. So like I don't even know what to do with the Internet. So, <laughs> so my dad worked for or like I don't know what he actually did with IBM, but there was like an IBM. You know how they had computers? IBM. Uh -huh. I think I have one right over there. OK, so my there was something with IBM when I was a kid, and both me and my sister thought my dad invented IBM. <laughs> we both talked about this recently. We're like, you thought he invented IBM? I thought he invented We both <laughs> thought our dad was the creator of IBM. That's awesome. He's not at all. <laughs> he, I guess he had an IBM creator, but we grew up thinking he created IBM. Did, did he, uh, but did he actually work for them? I don't think so. No, you just created this story? Yeah. He, I don't even, I'm going to have to talk to my sister and we have to figure out why we thought he created this. <laughs> we both thought that. That's For awesome. Sure. Like, we, thought we were certain that was his job. Right. It, it's weird how, like, kids will just, like, come up with these ideas and then it's like it doesn't matter fact, you know, if it falls, like, whatever. But, like, this is true now because it was my idea. Yeah. I mean, what a simpler time. But oh, absolutely. Internet, like, and I, I definitely think I have a ton of nostalgia for the 90s because mm -hmm. it was so simple and it moved right. so fast that it's like crazy that, again, I don't know how old you are. Maybe you were born in 2000. I'll try to guess. I'll figure this out. <laughs> um, even so, you would have like remembered some time where it was like pretty simple and it's so like. It's just, it seems so much, life just seems so simple. Yeah, no, on it. absolutely. Like, I think about, you know, like, I see these, all these kids with these phones and stuff, and I'm just like, what are you doing? You're like, you're seven. 
Like, who bought you this iPhone? Like, that's the newest. Mo- I don't even have the newest model, and I have a job. I've got like three jobs. Like, and I can't. Like, what do you do? Who are you texting? You can't even spell your own name. Wait, that should be part of your stand-up. <laughs> <laughs> it should, but it's yeah. like it, 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 you can't even spell. How can you? <laughs> Well, and and it's crazy because uh, like I have friends who have kids and they'll say, you know, like, oh, uh, I'm texting my kid. And I'm like, your kid is legitimately in second grade. Like, what are they saying back to you? Did you like make pre settings and say yes and no? And you just ask them like really direct questions. I don't like. Yeah, no, I babysat for a long time. And and it was so normal for the kids to text and have their phone. See, well, I mean, like, maybe that's a good thing because, like, I, I still can't read very good, you know, so so maybe, maybe having a phone when you're younger, like, that will make your brain work a little bit better. Maybe that's yeah, where I now, went wrong. Now it's just the norm. I know, yeah. Now it's weird if you don't have a phone. Exactly, yeah. Like, I've seen kids, like, throw a fit because, like, they don't have, you know, like, a, a fancy phone to go to school. And I've heard that in, like, schools now they want you to use your phone. Which is strange. I like I had my phone taken away from me so many times in high school. Did you do? That? No, you probably didn't do that. You were. I was gonna. I had my phone taken away from me. Yeah, you were a good kid. Um, I was a very good kid, but um, I'm not surprised you got your phone taken away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like I legitimately like this is one of my uh, worst times having my phone taken away. It was the first day of I don't know one of the grades, and I was in English class, and the teacher was telling all the students, she's like, uh, "Just so you know, I have a very strict phone policy, and if I see your phone, Cunningham, what are you doing?" And I was on my phone, <laughs> and. I was like, shit, like, yep, of course, like, she's talking about it first day, and she would not give it back for, like, a week, and, like, those were the days when you could do that, because, like, who who was I talking to, you know, like, some girl in a class next, you know, like, where now it's like that, I feel like that's abuse on a child if you take their phone. It's it's abuse if you take anyone's phone, that's, yeah, you're taking their life. I know, (laughs) exactly, well, it, like, it's weird, we'll just, uh, kind of tie it back into comedy, like, I don't like social media at all, but it's like with social like comedy, you almost need that social. I mean, look at your TikToks like you're killing it in TikTok. And so when you I I don't think I am. So thank you. No, I'm always watching your dances where you do it with everybody. And I'm like, this is so funny because first off, I don't like this is my dance. It's all in my. Yeah, it's all on my shoulders all the time. Like, so uh, one of my favorite uh, guys to do comedy with, uh, he's a black dude and he can dance. And he's always like, what? he's like, what's up with white dudes always putting it in their shoulders? He's like, put it in your hips. And I'm like, nah, you don't want to see that. So if you, yeah, there you go. See, we need, we need to make a TikTok. Dance, I am, I grew up dancing. I have so many years of dance training that I'm so much more comfortable dancing than doing comedy. Really? That's oh, awesome. Yes, dance is like my my number one. Yeah. Well, well that makes yeah, sense. It just comes easy. I like doing <laughs> Yeah, no, and like every time I'm just like, how and like, can you see what they're doing when you're recording it? Um, barely. It's pretty small. I, it, I I learned the dance. That, yeah, that, that's what I figured. And I was like, you just nail it every time. You're like, your timing is better than theirs. And I'm just like, I don't know how that like Yeah, thank you. Um it's because I, it, I have a lot of years of dance under my belt. Okay. I've had we'll like 10,000 hours of dance. That makes me not feel so bad because I was yeah, like, yeah, man. 
but it's, it's you know it looks easy but it's um it takes a lot of years of dance i think to, right. to learn <laughs> the most ridiculous whatever it is. well and and that's what's so funny is that it's like it took all of those hours to get here I like know I, all that training is so I can copy really bad dances on TikTok. On TikTok. I'm so proud. <laughs> all, all those times where I had to go to practice and I, I would sweat and it was hot and I would cry because I don't want to be there. Look what I'm doing now with my life. Look what I did with dance. <laughs> it's, it all paid off. It all made sense in the end. My my wife was uh she did dance and you know like all of that stuff and so at our wedding it was really fun because we did one of those hands on the hips rock back and forth and Hi. yeah and she was like why did you not learn how to dance for this and I was like girl this this is me trying okay girl, yeah <laughs> yeah exactly sorry that you and Chase did 17 years of dance okay. Yeah. But me over here, this is this is what I can do. Don't make me start doing this on you now. Uh oh. Well, that's at least you can do that. I I always say it's in the shoulders. Oh, see. And then you go like this. You go, oh, what's that? Hmm. You go, oh, what's that? Okay. Yeah. Okay. See. Oh. oh yeah. Uh oh, mm. uh -oh the shoulders are moving. Yeah. Can yeah? Can you roll them like that? Mm. Mm -hmm. Is that a? Yeah. Yeah. See. Yeah. Wow. I'm gonna name this episode "Learn How to Dance with Chase O'Donnell." It's really just a shimmy, a confident shimmy, and no one will question your dance ability. See, I'm going to start going into the clubs now, and when people are like, nah, I'm going to be like, actually, I have proof that this works. Let me show you a video that I recorded, okay? I th this, <laughs> this is from a reliable source. Mm -hmm. She did 10,000 hours of dance. Mm -hmm. She knows. I know. It's just in the shoulder. And then the eyebrows. If you lift the eyebrows. Oh, yeah. See? And then I like to do one you're of these numbers. Then you're performing, and then. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> and I think the mustache really sets it off. You know, it kind of makes me look like a figure skater. Oh. Let's see, I saw Top Gun. Okay. I saw it twice. Wow. See, so yeah, now I'm jealous. I I was doing we did comedy last night, and uh, there was another guy with a mustache, and I went up to him and I said, "You're an asshole," and he said, "Why?" I said, because you've got a mustache over there and you didn't come sorry. over here and say hi. <laughs> I'm sorry. I won't do this in the living room. <laughs> hey, I, I love the fact that you have to explain what we're talking about. Can they hear me? Yeah. Good. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> um, sorry, I cut you off. Oh, that's okay. I was just talking about the mustache and I was the... I saw another guy with a mustache and I told him that he was an asshole for not coming, you know, and standing with me because right now we're all kind of like hated because everybody's like, oh, you just grew a mustache because of Top Gun. And you're like, absolutely right. So we we're having this conversation and he said, no, believe it or not, I had a mustache before Top Gun and I dislike you as well. And I was like, all right, well, that makes sense. Like, I, I kind of am an asshole for growing it and acting cool. No, mustaches are in now. They are, and I've never been trendy, so it's weird, like, actually, and, and I, I think I grow a pretty good mustache. I think it looks pretty good. Yeah, it looks great. Yeah, hey, thanks. You're the only person. My Well, my wife likes it. Like. Oh, good. I yeah. Mean, of course your wife likes it. Yeah, that's all that matters, you know, and really tall women. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we're going to do another question. I love these questions. Let's see. All right. Oh, this will be a good one. So this is the... Fuck, Mary kill. 
Okay. You know that? Oh, okay. yeah, of course. So you got Channing Tatum, Ryan Reynolds, or Ben Affleck. Okay, kill Ben Affleck. Um, Ooh. I'm sorry, Ben. Uh, <laughs> I would fuck Channing Tatum and marry Ryan Reynolds. Mm. See, that's interesting. And I'm going to tell you why it's interesting. Because okay. R- Ryan Reynolds, would I feel like he'd be hard to live with. Because he is one of those people that's always like 100% all the time. Would you be able to put up with that? You know, like, I don't want to say cockiness, but he definitely has that, you know, uh, that swag about him. Hmm. I mean, between the three, yes. Yeah? Yeah, I, I, um, I like, uh, I think Channing Tatum's great, but I actually would prefer to be married to Ryan, like an everyday presence, Ryan Reynolds. I think he's so funny and he would just make me laugh. Okay, well, yeah, and he definitely would make you laugh. Um, you just think he's on all the time. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he, like, look at every interview, every every time you ever see this man, he's just like, he's on it. Uh, I don't know why I'm blanking on his That's wife's okay. name right now. That's okay, Blake Lively. Yeah, yeah. Like, I feel like Blake has to have some really thick skin. Really? I think he seems great. No, yeah, no, I, I think he's great. I just think that he's like, he would be, like, if I was in a reverse reverse role with my wife where she was the funny one and I was the quiet reserve. Like, I don't think I would be able to handle myself. And I know Ryan Reynolds is just like three levels above me. So I'm like, I would probably cry a lot. I cry a lot anyway. Okay. Well then, yeah. Yeah. So you're fine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. See, I, I would go, I would definitely. Yeah, what would you, do? you what? What would you do? What were you? Oh, I would, I would definitely marry Ben Affleck. You know, and the reason why is because I fucking love a Boston accent. Oh, okay. So it, just having that around the house and just being wow, like. we were opposite there. I killed him immediately. I know, and I, that's why I my eyebrows went up and I wasn't dancing. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wait a minute now, Batman? You killed Batman? <laughs> but uh, definitely, I think that I would have to, uh, mm, it'd be a toss-up between uh, Channing Tatum and Reynolds there. I think I'd probably have to bang Ryan Reynolds. Just okay. because, yeah, just because, like, Channing Tatum, he's such a big man that I would just feel like such a little boy, and that would that <laughs> just feel wrong. Yeah, but, you know. At least you're killing Channing Tatum. Channing yeah. Tatum. Yeah. See, so we are totally opposite. That makes sense. You know. Yeah, we are. <laughs> well, it, it's funny. So, uh, total opposites is how is how do you and, and Christina P mesh as far as, you know, like comedy styles on stage? Like, um, you th- I think it works because we're very different. Um, so it's not like the audience is seeing two of the same points of view back to back. Right. We have very different points of view. So okay. Yeah. And see, like, so that's what I was, uh, kind of wondering if it was weird because I know that I've been on shows before where uh, it's like all the same comedy throughout and it's like if, if you get one of those crowds that doesn't like it at all then you know that kind of turns a lot of people off real quick where obviously whenever they're going to see Christina P they know exactly what they're getting but yeah. you know so then you come out there and 
I mean, I always see the pictures and everything of, you know, like all the crowd and, you know, like posting and tagging you and stuff, which is phenomenal. But it, it, it's great that you can take um, her fans. Exactly. Yeah, you know, it's really surprising that they really they like my comedy because it's so it's so different than Christina's. Yeah. So it's really cool that they also can like relate to it. Yeah. And like but that's that's what's so neat about comedy is that, you know, like it's just so um it's so easy to be in the moment. You know what I mean? Like you don't necessarily like I feel like my stuff is very sexual, you know, a lot. And uh I don't mean it to be, but you know, that's just kinda how you know, like how my brain works. But then uh I also have like a really dark side where, you know, like I talk about, you know, like the death of my parents and stuff. So you you really have to make people be able to like see this while you're saying it, you know. So if, if you're good at what you do, you know, then then you can make anybody relate to it. So it's kind of neat how you can take all these different perspectives and you know like and make one audience, you know, and enjoy so yeah. many different flavors. Yeah, it is cool. But like someone like who I would not expect at all to be laughing, like I don't know a older middle-aged like motorcycle guy with tattoos and piercings is like laughing at my stuff I'm like uh -huh. oh, would not have thought he related to my uh sense of humor this right yeah absolutely yeah no and like and, and that's why com I feel like comedy is like the universal language you know yeah. like laughter is just it, it's so it's easy so fun to laugh yeah absolutely so fun to laugh isn't it <laughs> <laughs> laughing and dancing is definitely I feel like oh, what a what a fun day if you <laughs> well uh I know that we're re we're hitting an hour here so I don't want to take up you know too much of your time uh but I do want to ask you so a lot of times like I ask people you know like uh to give some like advice and stuff you know like to to other comedians but I feel like I get the same general uh it's like, just try it, just get on stage and just try it, you know? Yeah. Um, but, but I would like to kind of pick your brain a little bit on like, do you have any advice to comedians that, you know, like are currently in the game, but are trying to get to where you are now? Because I feel like you're definitely, you're, you're hitting a milestone and I think that that's great. And, you know, like I applaud you, you're doing phenomenal, but, um, kind of just be that teacher for somebody for, you know, just a minute. Yeah. It's so interesting. Um, for so many years, like starting from when I was like 15, I was like, this is what I want. I want to be an actor. I want to be a comedian. I want to be in the movies. I want to be on TV. And I like was so like driven and like, if I'm not doing X, Y, and Z by the time I'm this age, then I haven't made it and blah, blah, blah. And I think I got, I got to be honest, um, none of that happened. Like every... <laughs> Everything that I was like, oh, I want this by this age, like it didn't happen. And I was uh -huh. so like, Ugh. and I had to like, once I released all that and was like, honestly, just jaded. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. I don't care. The minute I had this, like, I don't care attitude is when things started happening. That's so awesome. I don't know, like, if I could have told myself younger to not care because like mm -hmm. I I would be faking not caring I had right. to get to the point where like after 15 years of like hustling every minute and like putting in every second and blood sweat and tears into this 
career and everything I want. And then just rejection, 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 rejection. It had to get me to a point where I was like, this is the worst. Why do I <laughs> yeah. want this? I don't care. I want a normal life. I want a yeah. nine to five. I want to like, what am I doing? And I had to get to that point <laughs> for the not caring in order to like, let things happen. It's so interesting. The second I stopped really caring or like forcing things, my career has actually like I do I do believe in like the energies and manifestation and just yeah. like when you're on that wavelength of like okay I surrender yeah. whatever happens happens all I can control is writing and showing up and doing the work but I'm not gonna like put these huge goals anymore that like I have to hit and I'm gonna like I I I don't know. Once I was on that wavelength of like, whatever, I don't care. It's so interesting that the universe is like, okay, now that you don't care, here you go. Yeah. Well, like that is, that's awesome, you know, and like it, it definitely is working, but you you made a really good point, you know, that, uh, although you are surrendering to, you know, like be it, you know, uh, the universe, you know, just universal energy, you know, whatever you want to, um, however you want to word it, um, you still have to put the work in. You know, so, so like you said, still show up and write. Doing the work because you love it and not expecting anything from it. Right. Absolutely. Really just doing it to do it and then letting whatever's supposed to happen, happen. Instead of, I think a lot of times I was doing the work because it might get me X, Y, and Z, and this might happen because of that. Not because like, I'm just like. I just love doing the work, right? Doing it for like an external thing to happen. And so once it, once I changed that mindset, I do think that's healthier. And like, I allowed things to organically happen. And another like perfect example, I'm going out of town on a manifestation retreat. Oh, that's cool. Um, with my mom and I'm so excited. We're going to Greece and I, oh, wow. I, was like in my emails there was like a a random like submit for this commercial Mm -hmm. and so I did I was like whatever I'll submit and then I saw that it was going to be filming when I was supposed to be in Greece so the energy honestly I was putting out was like I don't care I don't want to book this because if I book it it's going to add a lot of stress into my life and blah blah right I booked it because and I don't think it's a coincidence I think I went into the audition being like I don't want to I don't want this yeah exactly this isn't for this isn't gonna be good if I get this Uh and whatever energy that was I was putting out there of I was like of course I booked it right (laughs) and anytime I've had that in my life where I've been like god I don't care just do it that's when it's happened and I don't know what what that universal magic is but that's what happens yeah no and and that's awesome and and clearly it's working and um i mean honestly congratulations you're doing so much and like i'm proud of you you know like i know that we don't talk all the time we you know but but i definitely i'm always watching you you know and like i it's an honor to still be you know like uh in your circle so i definitely and i'm so (laughs) happy to know you and that we get to be on this journey together because you know, we're, we're in the, we're in this together. We're the same class of comedians. We'll always be like, we did this together. Ex- exactly. Together. But From yeah, the start. I, 
I am jaded, but I also am very grateful for oh, absolutely <laughs> for everything that's happening. I'm like, oh, this is like everything I wanted. I'm yeah. I, I'm very. I'm real. I do realize how how lucky I am that these opportunities have been happening. Absolutely. It just, it just took me getting very um yeah, just very jaded. Very yeah, awesome. but but <laughs> you got to remember these these uh situations or opportunities didn't just happen you've worked really hard for them you know and like that shows through like with everything that you're doing you know like you are definitely you are a very hard worker and, and I because I think we, we could either of us could have given up at any time oh absolutely it's very 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 hard to feel rejection over and over again yeah and the older we get the more people just stop because it's so hard yeah and I've always heard if you just keep going eventually things will happen because you're still going. Right. Exactly. Yeah. As soon as you give up, as soon as you quit, it's done. The opportunity is gone. Yeah. So we do it because we love it and anything from it. And then when things happen, it's amazing. Yeah, no. And that's, that's the truth, you know, like fall in love with what you're doing because if you love it, then the rest of it, you know, like it's just, it's just icing on the cake, you know, like, but doing what you love all the time is, is phenomenal. Yeah. But but thank you so much. Uh oh, but before I forget, I'm still going to uh remind you. You do you see my wall back here? All these signatures oh, and stuff? Yeah. Did I uh, I never sent you a poster, did I? Mm. Okay. <laughs> Will you message me your address again? I'm sure you sent it at one point and I I've moved since then, so yeah, I'll, I'll send it. You were in Indiana at that point. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm glad that you didn't send it because I was actually uh, – my wife wrote me uh, while I was at work like a day or two after um, we had talked about that, and she's like, just so you know, we're moving to Texas. So um, had you sent it, I would not have got it. So um, yeah, so that works out. Send your address. You're going to get a And you got to sign it. I will sign it and write a fun message. What do you want it to say? Or should I surprise you? Yeah, I'm not going to request it. You got to say, you know, be like whatever. Yeah, exactly. It's got to be authentic. But um, thank you so much, honestly, for for doing this. I, you know, I know that you're busy, and like it, it truly does mean a lot. And it was so great catching up with you because you know. So good catching up with you. And thank I, you so much. you're welcome, and thank you. And I hope that we get the chance to share a stage again soon because, like, you're just honestly, you're one of my favorite comedians. Like, and I'm not just saying that. You know, you're 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 killing it. So um, thank you so much. I'm in Austin. Christina's out there now, so next time I go to Austin, I'll I'll reach out so we can maybe hit up some mics or whatever. We'll yeah, absolutely. Oh, she she moved here. Yeah. Oh, that everybody is. I mean, it, everybody is. Yeah, so it yeah. just makes sense. And you know. um, so tell her that she's gonna be on here uh, one of these days. I'm gonna oh, have yeah. my people reach out to her people, and yeah. by my people, I mean you. Um, (laughs) but no, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. And, um, I'm definitely going to send you, uh, a message, uh, with my address because I need that. So, okay. (laughs) All right. (laughs) thank you guys for watching uh again chase o'donnell i'm gonna put all of her uh socials down and your your website and everything so uh check her out she's awesome she's gonna be the next big thing i know it would you be a doll yeah just do it okay and then uh yeah and then while you're at it oh they check me out all the time they're like yeah they're always checking you out yeah with that mustache (laughs) but all right guys have a good night uh that's it And then...